Welcome everyone to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and I teach in Fort Myers, Florida, kindergarten through fifth grade, PE, and I love it in its large groups. I teach between about 100 and 130 students at a time, and I know most of you do as well, so welcome, and let's get to it. Let's talk about creativity in sports today. Is that a thing? Can we teach students creativity? So let's check it out. So one of the things I love is watching sports. Now, to me, sports are just the the ultimate uh, reality TV, and there was it was like the original reality TV. So I love watching, uh, let's say, Michael Jordan, uh, the foul line on the slam dunk competition. I used to love the slam dunk competitions when I was a kid, and you could see the creativity. You could see the creativity in the breakaways in hockey during the skills competitions and how they get really, really creative and lift the puck up and flip it in the the goal from behind and all that stuff like that. So I love creativity. And as I was reading my talent books, quote unquote, I've talked about them before. There's a lot of books that I really, really like that involve talent. One is Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. There's the Talent Code, which we'll talk about in a little bit from Daniel Coyle. Talent is Overrated by Jeff Colvin. Um, there's Bounce by Matthew Syed. I don't have it in front of me, but I think that's the name. And they all deal with talent and where does it come from? And is, is it hard work or is it talent or do they get lucky? Um, sometimes it's a combination of all these things. And so what, it, what I want to do is teach my students creativity. And it's like, well, how do I do that? How do you teach creativity? So one of the things I did was with my projector outside, which that's another episode about make sure you get a projector if you're outside or inside. It's very, very important. With my projector, I was showing them different clips of um, commercials, movies, all this stuff. And so let's kind of dig into them now with the first one. All right. So number one is futsal, F-U-T-S-A-L. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it perfect, but from those talent books, I learned that in futsal, what what they what that is is small group soccer, and it's played with a little bit heavier ball, uh, smaller ball, and in a smaller space. And so, what? And mostly quoting from the talent code here from Daniel Coyle, um, futsal is no time plus no space equals creativity. So when these uh, footballers, in well, we call them soccer players here, when they are in this tight space, they have they have no uh, option but to be creative and to do something to get out of the get out of the trouble and get past the defenders or the you know stop the offenders <laughs> from scoring. So um, I also watched a, a Netflix documentary called Concrete Football, and it's it's uh, based in France. Futsal is mostly in Brazil, or at least that was the, the book I was talking about. Um, it's expanded, but that's when uh, that's where Daniel Coyle kind of uh, saw that. So in Concrete Football, that's in Paris, or, and uh, or maybe all about all over France, but it's mostly in Paris. And they have a, it's almost like they play on a basketball court. And on the basketball court, um, it's they have these different kind of goals and uh, kind of like, it's hard to explain, but kind of like, almost like PVC type goals. And it's just a different kind of game. And it's, it's fast. And they have to be creative. And so when these soccer players then go to the big field, it's like they have all this room. And I've read that before about 
in uh, hockey, kind of the same thing where these um, like in the NHL in, in America, the, the rinks are smaller than in um, the, the Olympic rinks, and so which most of the Europeans have. And so when they go to these bigger rinks, it's like, wow, we have all this room now. We, we have more room to, to do different things because before we had less room and less time. And so then they had to do, you know, that's when they had to be creative. So I showed my students some futsal videos. I've also showed them um, for number two, skateboarding. Now, I am a big fan of the Z-Boys. I was never very good at skateboarding, but I followed kind of the the uh, early stages of skateboarding with Lance Mountain and Tony Hawk and all them. And the Z-Boys were actually in California in the 1970s, mid-70s. And there's actually, um, if you've seen uh, Lords of Dogtown, it's a, it's a really good movie. It's not a really appropriate for kids based on stuff. But... I show them clips of the movie when they went into, and this is also covered in the book. Some of this is covered in um, the Talent Code. The there was a drought in California, so this is part lucky on this. There was a drought, and the real estate businesses, the business was not doing well, so there were lots of empty pools, and so they would they would go in these pools, and they'd have people look out, make sure the cops weren't coming, and they'd go skateboarding in the pools, um, in in people's backyards. And they fell a ton of times, a ton, but they eventually they got it and they could make they could skate in a pool. <laughs> and so then when they went to this their first competition, they blew everybody away. And they not only blew them away, but they showed them things they've never seen before. Like people were just absolutely amazed. And so the Z Boys became famous. And the movies again called Lords of Dogtown. There's other um, documentaries out about them. So <laughs> number two is definitely skateboarding. So I showed my students the, some of those videos and they got really excited. Okay, number three, I already talked about hockey breakaways. So I show them different clips of college and professional hockey and them doing breakaways and just different kinds of shots so that they, they can see that there's not just one move or two moves. There's, it's, I don't wanna say unlimited, but creativity is always you know, gonna be a factor and it, it's, it's possible. Okay, number four, is basketball now my a lot of my students really love basketball they play basketball and i would show them the, the pepsi commercials for uncle drew which is kyrie irving um dressed up as an old man and he would <laughs> he would um kind of pretend like he was old and limping around and, and then all of a sudden he'd do this these crazy moves so um again just showing the students what's possible and it was really funny. They really enjoyed that. So again, I don't want to take the whole class period doing this. So what I would do is I'd take one each day and just have a little five-minute clip in the beginning. All right, my fifth one is actually, um, I showed a soccer video of Ronaldo. Um, he actually dressed up as like a, kind of like a homeless person, just kicking a ball around uh, in the streets. And eventually, you know, he started doing his really cool moves. And then he took his disguise off and everybody thought he was the greatest thing ever. So, um, but just the fact that they could see the different moves in, in all these sports. I, it really got them excited. And so those are some of the different movies or different clips, I should say, that I've shown the students. And they really, like I said, they, they just got excited to try new things. All right, now in the book, The Talent Code, it, it talks about how some things can be self-taught and others, others require specific skill sets. So soccer, writing, comedy, these things can be self-taught, so that's why you see lots of people, uh, you know, guys or girls, fa become famous because they just practice, practice, practice. They not, they might not necessarily 
have the formal education on these. They might not have taken a billion soccer lessons, but they became great just by being self-taught or playing the street or playing futsal, any of these things. And then some require specific skill sets, being a violinist, uh, being a golfer, being a gymnast. Now, those are specific skills you have to do. You know, you have to you have to perform in the right way, like, you know, gymnastic skills. You can work on it at home, but you need the specific skills to compete. Um, and being a violinist, there's certain notes you have to play. Now, there are lots of famous musicians that just taught themselves to play, especially guitarists, drummers, but certain skill sets they have to have. And it can be self-taught, but it's very, very difficult, and it has to follow a specific skill set. Now, a famous golfer, Jim Furyk, he has one of the ugliest swings I've ever seen in my life. Um, but he makes it work because the way he, he, he's just really ugly swing. But again, he makes it work for him. And so again, you don't have to be, have to have a perfect swing or a perfect, you know, anything, but you have to have the specific skills. But then again, like I said, in hockey, soccer, certain sports, you can be self-taught. You can play in the streets with your friends like I did and become really, really good like I didn't. <laughs> And like I said, I'd show these, the videos to the students to motivate them. And then they want to try new things. They want to try, you know, when, they, when I give them a free Friday, you know, trick shot Friday or new moves. And they'll come up to me like, Coach, I just created this new thing. I created this new game or this new move. I'm like, that is awesome. So that is so, so cool. So uh, now it's time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, so your cowbell tip of the day is this. Work on th showing your students that th other things are possible. It's not set in stone. Football isn't set in stone. Basketball, gymnastics, whatever it is, it's not set in stone. There's creative pathways out there. There's things they could do that have never been done before. And so, I mean, even in cup stacking, I've had kids do something pretty cool. They're like, oh, wow, never seen that before. <laughs> that's really, that's awesome. And so don't be afraid to show them different videos show them different examples um you know tell them about some great people in history that have done these things and then they can too give them the, the power to to know that things aren't set they can you know have that growth mindset and also be creative come up with new things they'll love it and that is your cowbell tip of the day All right, there you have it, everybody. Creativity in sports in PE. Make sure you check out supersizephysed.com for your free ebook on large group practices, large group tips, strategies, hacks, all that good stuff. I put out an ebook. Um, it's about 30 quick pages. It's kind of like a workbook style. So check that out and keep pushing the profession forward. I will see you soon.